Welcome to the Blattcast. I'm Christian Blatt. As always on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. Remember to follow at Blattcast on Twitter. Like the Blattcast on Facebook. And you can always go to Blattcast.com for the latest. Now a lot of times here, we'll break the format so that I can have on some old friends of mine. But today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by some new friends of mine. Whom... I have gotten to know over the last few months. I've only known them for a little while, but I realize I've known them for about five months now. So uh, time has flown by as we get ready for the Tomorrow Show, which premieres Monday, March 14th at thetomorrowshow.com. Welcome to the Blackcast, Roxy Stryer and Ashley Daniels. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be on this. This was the only way I could figure out how to get the two of you to listen was to basically <laughs> say, we're going to do a practice show at the studio. Oh, by the way, it's my podcast, and now you're hearing it. And but, I see what you did with the song there, too. It's clever. Because it's a ladies' night. Yeah. And, of course, yes. the prettiest lady in the booth, Jared Gilkerson. Thank you so much. On Twitter at Gilkerson Radio. <laughs> Roxy is at Roxy Stryer. Ashley is at Ashley Daniels. Not Ashley Grace Daniels, as Kevin often says. Yes, yes. Now, we're here in the beautiful uh, studios for The Tomorrow Show, which uh, we'll post a few pictures on Facebook so you guys can get a look for what it's like here. Uh, we're without our fearless leader, the captain of our tomorrow, Kevin Undergaro, and he assembled this cast of characters for what I think will be a very fun show, as I said, premiering Monday, March 14th. Uh, let's start off, Roxy, first. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself where they might find you on the internet and around the world oh hopefully in uh, all places that i know about although i heard that i am on a wiki feet site as of recently whoa yeah whoa, whoa. a wiki feet a site. wiki feet site um i have been hosting over at AfterBuzz and at screen junkies for a bit now so i have kind of made a little bit of a name for myself in the hosting game sure. so you know of course what happens when you become a, a little more known you get put on a Wiki Feet site. My brother sent me pictures the other day. What? It's called Wiki Feet, and yeah. if you look for Roxy Stryer, you get to see pictures of my feet uh, zoomed now, in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, when did you let someone take a photo of your foot? But see, you've answered that question. Yeah. So it's even creepier than it sounds. It's like, oh, no, no, these aren't pictures of your feet that you've... You know, that would be a little weird if you took pictures of your feet and posted them. <laughs> but even weirder, somebody's like, oh, let me just zoom in 6,000% yeah. to your feet. So are you going to start wearing, like, work boots now when you're uh, over there at AfterBuzz? I think I'm going to go the opposite way and just get more pedicures. <laughs> I, I just kind of like wish it. the feet looked hey, better. Fa- fans are fans. And that's true. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the shows that you do that I think will be of particular interest to the listeners of the Black Cast, a.k.a. Nerds, uh, for Popcorn Talk, you specifically do something for DC Movie News. Is yeah, that correct? Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that and tell our listeners your personal excitement level for Batman vs. Superman. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I do a show called DC Movie News. It's at the Popcorn Talk Network, which is also run by Kevin Undergaro and our friend Stephen Lemieux, a boy in his 20s. Yes. Uh, And I talk all things DC. I have a special segment at the end where we do TV time because I watch everything, Flash, Arrow, Gotham even, iZombie, all the Vertigo series. So I'm a big, big DC fan. Uh, And 
BVS has been on my radar since the day that the slate came out. I have been so excited for it. Uh, But honestly, recently I've heard a little bit of... Well, I'm glad to hear that you're excited because what we've talked a lot about in the last few weeks is that the majority of the chatter about Batman vs. Superman has been very negative. And it's been negative for so long, I was actually just starting to notice it kind of turn the other way. And people are starting to be like, well, it looks like it'll be cool. We hope it's cool. Hopefully it's going to be cool. And that's kind of what happened with Star Wars. Because it's like, at first it was like, fuck J.J. Abrams making a Star Wars. And then by the time it came out, everybody was like, no, I'm actually really pumped for a Star Wars. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping that that's what happens for Batman vs. Superman. Because... I mean, I want it to be good. It, it should be awesome, you know? I mean... It's Batman versus Superman. Yeah. What about that sounds like, no, that's not a good time. But so many people hate it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, what is there to hate about it? You know? I mean, I guess some people didn't like Man of Steel, which my friend Will, who I do the podcast with normally, liked Man of Steel so much he saw it six times in the wow. theater. Yeah. So that's more than anyone I know. But well, still... not you, to one-up you, uh-oh. but my co-host saw it 13 times just saying. Whoa. It's his claim to fame. That's a great claim to <laughs> yeah, fame. Yeah, it's a not good one. Not to one-up both of you, but I saw Titanic 15 times in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. No, me neither. Yeah. Uh, Never I, let go. I saw Never Titanic in the theater once, and it was after it had been out for like six months because I realized it's going to leave the theater soon. And I don't ever want to watch it. Remember what TVs used to be shaped like, yeah. this little square box? I'm like, I'm not going to enjoy it like that. Let me see it on the big screen. And, you know, I, I had fun with it. My wife always talks about how it used to be on two tapes when you had it at home. She loved the first tape. And then the second tape, she's like, no, I don't like that part. Mm. She just liked to watch part. the. Yeah, she liked to watch the first. No, tape. I have the VHI. I mean, yeah. I have. Yeah, I was a Titanic fanatic. I hated the second half. I never watched it. Yeah, never. Roxy, did you only watch the second half? That- yeah. <laughs> See, I somehow had a feeling from your face. Of course I did. I would watch it and kind of giggle to myself. <laughs> just saying. Look at Leo drown. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Leo. Well, anyway, Leo. so oh, I'm glad to, to Leo. I'm glad to hear that there's <laughs> excitement for Batman vs Superman. Now we'll turn over to Ashley Daniels. Okay. Uh, do you get excited about superhero movies? Do you ever see them, or do you, does it take something special for you to want to see a superhero movie? I do see them. I don't get particularly excited for anything right. except like reality TV. Sure. But when I go, I enjoy it. Right. Well, that's fine, though, because, you know, they need you to like these movies, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Roxy and I are going to see it at least once opening weekend. Exactly. And they want you to see it, you know, at some point, you know, in the early tallies of the box office returns. But, uh, yeah, because if they don't get people like you, then it's like, well, only the nerds are going to see it. And they have a lot of money, but not the kind of money they can pay for having Superman, Mm -hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman. Aquaman. I hear crypto. Superman's dog makes an appearance. That's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> but I'm starting that rumor right now. Hashtag crypto. But uh, Ashley, so talk a little bit about your background. You love reality TV, as you mm-hmm. just said. And what's some of the work you get to do uh, in terms of getting to know some of these people, some of the events you cover? Mm-hmm. Well, you can explain it better yeah. than I can. Yeah. Um, so I also work at AfterBuzz as a host. Um, I do their big red carpets, the SAGs, the Emmys, the Golden Globes, um, movie premieres. I, I love the red carpets, and I love to integrate my Periscope. Um, I'm one of the top Periscopers because I started early on, so I get to kind of be the liaison between my audience and celebrities. So I get to, like, basically – 
take somebody that's sitting in their bed and be like, hey, did you want to ask Ellen DeGeneres a question? Oh, okay, cool. Like, tell me what it is and I'll go ask. And I guess that's the appeal to Periscope, right? I'm only, I'm still very new to Periscope, and only since I've known you have I actually like clicked on it. You know, right. I, I sometimes I see you. I think you went for a walk around Beverly Hills one day last yep, week. I did. And it, people all the time are like, "Sup, sup, where you going?" And and it's yep. just like, you know, you can't answer all the questions. In fact, there's probably you know two or three that you shouldn't answer. But you know, they ask some good things, and it's interesting. You know, thousands of people watch her bake cakes. Thousands. Um, I would watch you bake a cake. Thanks. I have watched her bake a cake. Aww. Did she then save you a slice, Roxy, no. where you could eat the cake? She's not that good of a friend. No, no, no I'm I'm really kidding. am not that good of a friend, actually. <laughs> no, look, you love Roxy, but then there's cake. Then there's you know? cake. Yeah. yeah, I don't love I anything with cake. You know, no. we've referenced After Buzz a couple times now, and uh, I think it's probably best to sort of explain what that is. I know a lot of people know what it is, but as the name implies, it's where you go for after shows about – it's a wide range of shows too. It's like it's reality shows, what I like to call nerd shows, but uh, it's pretty much everything. It seems like, right? Yeah, I describe it kind of what ESPN does for sports. Right. You know, after you watch the game, you want to go somewhere to talk about it. You want to see what's going on, how people are feeling. That's what we do for all different shows. Uh, so I do cover more of the nerd shows, things like The Flash, yeah. uh, and Ashley does cover more of the reality shows, things like The Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. But there are 100 hours a week of content there uh, based on all of the shows that you guys love. So any show that you like, there's probably an After Buzz. Isn't it? Is it just AfterBuzz.com or is it? AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV.com. Yeah. Okay, and, I asked. And then you've got Jared who does fighting shows. Yeah, I was going to ask the uh, prettiest girl in the booth, Jared Gilkerson. <laughs> Uh, talk a little bit about uh, what you do over there. Uh, I, I never watch any of these fights because, you know, they always cost like $50. And, you know, I can tell you how many diapers that buys, but nobody really yeah. wants to hear. So, Unless you get loves, oh, which I hear are cheaper than, than – Oh, uh, I'm all, I'm all pampers. pampers, and I'll tell you why. And we'll get to Jared to in a second. I that afterwards. Well, yes. well, I'll tell you very quickly oh, the great. reason why I like pampers is that they have this stripe on the front. So when the baby pees, it goes from yellow to blue. No. So you just look, and it's blue. Oh, my beer does that when it gets cold. <laughs> so I get what you mean. See, so you know exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, the mountains, yeah. you know. It's, it's basically letting you know that you can open the diaper or – no, no, he hasn't tapped the Rockies yet. You mm. don't need to actually. What color does it turn of its poop? Uh, or you does, just smell it. It, it doesn't. Yeah, you don't. You, you don't, don't need, need that, a color. Which for that. is something we'll get to. Great. But anyway, Jared. He's, Jared's like, oh, good. I'm going to – I'm going to – be before the, the lead into the poop talk. <laughs> Always. Yeah, that's true. So uh, talk a little bit about what you do. And there was a – was there a UFC fight? I, yeah, I'm a little out of the loop on everything. But there was something big over the weekend, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a huge uh, Conor McGregor fight and then also uh, Holly Holm. Conan – What's his name? Connor McGregor. Uh, Connor. He was great as Ben Kenobi in the uh, Star Wars prequels. The only thing I liked in the prequels was Connor McGregor as Ben Kenobi. Anyway, continue. Fabulous. <laughs> um, yeah, boxing's more my forte, but I have done some UFC shows there at After Buzz as well. Um, and I just uh, was greenlit for a brand new boxing show, so we're three episodes in on After Buzz, and just did a show yesterday. So check that one out. It's a lot of fun. Now, I know it was months ago, but uh, that Pacquiao fight was a huge disappointment, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, it was. Um, that's the only. That's the first fight that I've like scheduled uh, attending a party to sit down and watch it with people. Probably the last one before that uh, Tyson was in. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's been over yeah. a decade yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, it was disappointing. For I mean, now I'm going to bore people, but very quickly for boxing purists, we all knew the fight was going to be kind of just okay, and we'd right. be lucky if it was good. But for people who just bought it looking for a great fight. They were the ones who were disappointed, and, and that kind of sucks because boxing kind of takes a hit that way. We don't was, need that. Was that a pun when you said boxing takes a hit? It, it is now. Does it take a left jab? It takes a jab to the know, face, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> terrible boxing terminology. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's Jared in the booth. Back to the ladies. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, it's back ladies. To night. <laughs> yeah, it, it is ladies' night. Now, uh, I, I don't know what you ladies were up to this weekend, but no. I'll talk a little bit about my weekend. Yeah, that's right, because it is ladies' night. It's still ladies' night. <laughs> Oh, what a night. Now, my uh, – well, I'll tell you about my weekend in a second. Now, what I was going to ask something to Ashley before. My, looking down at my notes, I'm like, wait, wait. Don't dive into the weekend yet. Ooh. Ashley, an interesting fact about you. You've had the same man in your life for half of your life. Yes. Your lovely boyfriend, Rich, whom I've met yes. for the first time now. It was yes. great to meet him. Yes. But last week, as of last week, there is a new man in your life. Do you Felix. know who I'm talking about? Yes. Felix. I indeed am talking about Felix. And there is a uh, photo that uh, I'll post on the Blackcast Facebook page of Roxy, <laughs> Felix, and Ashley. Oh, he's and, looking to her. Well, no. Here's the thing, though. And you'll see in the picture that he probably was playing favorites towards Ashley a little bit only because Roxy was filming something with me in another room. Ashley got a lot of quality time. What did you learn about the stroller at that time? Um, I Ashley. learned that it, it was unlocked yes. and that I was really utilizing my biceps yes. to move this. I, I honestly, I, I hate to say it, I honestly thought you got like a really cheap stroller. Yeah. Like either no, no. it was like a messed up one and you were like, I'll live with it. It's my first kid. I don't know that this should be fixed. <laughs> or you just were like, let's get the cheapest one. Yeah. Either or, no, like, no, this the... is a torturous walk that you must take all the time. Yeah. And now I could see why you were saying you don't take long, long walks. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I t- yeah, no, no. I don't take long walks with him because I don't want to be too far from home. Um, you know, it's like, exactly. well, I could change him at the Trader Joe's bathroom. Yeah, you, could. you know, I don't, you know, I don't want them to put my face up. Like, don't let this guy in. So the, actually that stroller, the, the Britex for people who care, the parents listening, that is a very expensive stroller because the base goes out of the car seat into the stroller back and forth. Now, when we were kids, it was a lot. It was, there were multiple, well, I don't know. Maybe your parents didn't put you in seatbelts, but I remember mine did. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got to, you know, belt them into the seatbelt and then you take them out and you put them in the stroller and then you put them back. This is great. I don't have to take them out more than once. You exactly. honestly remember that? You remember your parents doing that? Like you I remember being in a stroller wow. uh, going to the mall and I very, I, I had like, you know, it was probably a lightsaber. I was going to say a stick, but let's be honest. I had like a, you know, a little mini Luke Skywalker lightsaber. True to and nerd I was just, form. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just like hitting things as we walked by nice. and I hit a lady nice. not realizing what I did. So, you know, there was some trouble, you know, but uh, yeah, I remember the world from the stroller. I love that. Yeah. I don't remember anything before I'm like 12. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a lot. Like I was going to random stuff. What are some of the random stuff you remember, Ashley? Like hitting my head on the marble floor for like. It felt like a year, but it may have been longer. And what happened because you used to hit your head on the marble floor? Um, well, I'm special. <laughs> That's why you are who you are today. We love yep. her. Yeah. Yep. I wore a helmet for the first year of my life because I wouldn't stop like abusing myself physically. Um, I remember just random stuff. 
like screaming. I have to. I wouldn't be able to go to restaurants because I would scream so loud. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you can see how loud my scream was because I just posted a, a, a video of it. You have what a video you know? of you as a child screaming? Yeah, yeah. And, and so my, your actually, Instagram, like your Twitter, also at Ashley Daniels. No, at Miss Ashley Daniels, oh, M-I-S-S, Ashley Daniels, because whoever has my name right now is obviously either MIA or does not want to sell me the name because I offered to pay for it. She's either MIA or a C-U-N-T. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Either yeah, or, either, either or. Either or, okay. yeah. She's, but I, I – I, Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something, and I'm not going to. Good for you. Yeah, help You know back. what? Holding back is very Hold important. Back, yep. Because this will be, you know, on the internet and exactly. on iTunes. So that's it's good. M-I-S-S. M-I-S-S, Ashley Daniels. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like because Jared in the booth, Jared at 31, went Ms. Oh, I'm terrible. Ms. Ashley Daniels. But that's all right. Yeah, Ms. Isn't that... That's like Miss Pat. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. that's a very seventies, early eighties thing. You yeah. notice how there's not Miss Pac Man or Mrs. The Pac Man. She was Ms. Pac Man. Because that was at a point where women felt, hey, that's not any of your business whether or not I'm married, which exactly. is fine. Exactly. That's where Ms. came from. So this is my cousin. Uh, we were at a birthday party at Prince Pizza in Saugus, Massachusetts, and I posted this video because I've tortured her my whole life in numerous ways, but one being I used to scream in her ears. So this is a video of how that's my scream. <laughs> nice bow in your hair there. I like her cheeks. Wow. That's that's quite a scream. And again, you yeah. go to Miss Ashley Daniels yeah. on Instagram to see that. Yeah, it's fabulous. <laughs> it's yeah. fabulous. That's what I did all day long. That and bang my head. Huh. But see, look where it got you. Look where it got me. You're, Sitting next you're to... baking cakes for strangers on the internet. It's, it's like... It's a dream come true. You know what? The next step for you, maybe you'll be on WikiFeed. Not yet. Maybe. Not yet. Maybe. But Although one there's day. there's a lot of foot fetish people on Periscope that always want to see my feet. The, you know, I the one that I watched, you, like, I you had like a dress on and somebody was like, turn around. And you're like, oh, you want me to turn around? You're so yeah, nice about I it. Know, but I'm like, ass. no, that's not the, well, that's what they wanted to see. Well, literally, They wanted yeah. to see such yeah. an ass. Well, and, it's really show bobs all day long. Show me open bobs. It's open bobs. It's, it's their way of saying take your boobs out but oh they call but it open, open bobs, bobs. yeah so it, like it spread like wildfire really quickly this open bobs thing i didn't even realize that open bobs was a yeah. thing oh yeah it's a thing it's a real thing on periscope <laughs> it's yeah. a real and thing so if anybody ever asks you to open your bobs no don't open your bobs. all right i'm gonna make sure felix learns that sure because felix there's gonna be a lot of stuff that he needs to know exactly. about social media and one of the things he'll find out is that he'll probably google himself and find out that you know on blackcast number 162 his dad told a story about something that happened this weekend oh, so wow. heather's uh, cousin courtney got married this weekend uh, locally which is great because you know weddings you don't have to travel for kind of the best kind cheaper yeah much cheaper <laughs> much cheaper yeah and you know you guys have family back in massachusetts my family's in new york and new jersey mm -hmm. so very often i have to travel for a wedding but uh when i don't my wife's family's all out here so mm -hmm. that's very convenient so uh, we went, and uh, there's actually a photo of uh, Heather, myself, and Felix that uh, Jared can show you, ladies, and that'll also be posted uh, on the uh, Aww, Facebook page. How nice. There we are. Look at the little man all what dressed a up there. Family. Oh, thank you, thank you very You're much. Very Gorgeous. I was fishing for that. Thank you, I Jared. Know you were. Yeah. No, but you got a beautiful family. Thank you very much. You guys and have a blue theme going on. We too. do actually. Yes. Well, Felix and I have the Good same shirt on, and this is Felix after I dressed him for the second time. So. Just him to take him out. Uh, Heather was in the wedding, her cousin's wedding. So Heather's sister, Brittany, came over to the house and helped me get him ready because, you know, I'm a dad. I spend a lot of time with my son, but I'm still a guy. And, you know, help is definitely important 
because we want them to look fancy. You know, was I going to necessarily get the bow tie on straight, the vest buttoned, the shirt tucked in? No, none of those things. Uh, in fact, he's wearing shoes, as you'll see in the picture. There's also socks that are fake shoes. I would have been okay with those. So you see, this is why I need that extra level right. of help. So it was great. We get them all ready. We show up at the church. This is at a church in Pasadena, a huge church. I hadn't been to a church wedding in ages, by the way. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people that I know, like my wife and I, we got married at the Richard Nixon Library. Uh, oh. Yeah. It's a, a story for another time. but uh, I like it was, that, though. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Well, it's a story for right now. So she's <laughs> from Yorba Linda, California, and the Nixon Library is in Yorba Linda, California. What is the name you're saying? Yorba Linda. Yorba Linda. Yorba Linda, California. So my wife's from that town. And when I first met her, when she was interviewing to be an intern on Dennis Miller's CNBC show, <gasps> when I was a production assistant – Low-level production assistant. Keep that in mind. She was 20, went to USC. Fight on! Exactly. So I I meet her, and she's sitting there waiting to go in for her interview. I'm at the front desk answering the phone, basically flipping through magazines. But, you know, I'm there to kind of hold down the fort. And so I ask her, uh, oh, hey, you know, where are you from? And she says – Oh, uh, I'm from Orange County. And uh, actually, she says Orange County because uh, only people from New York apparently say the word orange. No, Boston, orange. Orange. All right, good. See, it's an East Coast thing. Yeah. You got it. So uh, she's like, well, I'm from Orange County. And I'm like, okay, where? And she's like, oh, near Disneyland. I'm like, well, I'm sure your mailing address isn't near Disneyland. Where are you actually from? Were you trying to stalk her? A little bit. Okay. I wanted to. I wanted to sign her up for my mailing list because I knew that there was going to be a black cast, and I wanted to, you know, send all the literature her way. But <laughs> I finally get the name of the town out of her, and she's like, "Well, I'm from a little town called Yorba Linda," and I say, "Oh, you mean where Richard Nixon is from?" And it blew her mind because no one ever knows that. And I only remember, you know, a little bit being a politics nerd, but I remember when Nixon died, he was on TV, the funeral, and it just. Burned into the screen, said live, your Belinda, California. Uh-huh. So something, you know, when you grow up in the East Coast, nothing is named anything. There's no Chula Vista, you know. It's all things like Saugus and Quincy. Yes. I couldn't think of another Framingham. funny. Yeah, see, oh, I know the, my favorite. Braintree. Braintree. Yeah, I went, to, I went to college with a girl from Braintree, and she didn't yes. think it was a funny name. And I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. It's brain tree. Brain tree. Yeah, I never thought of it that way though. Anyway, cool. so that is why we ended up getting married at the Richard Nixon Library. That's that adorable. little exchange. After that exchange, she hated me for like two months. But anyway, that really is a story for another time. <laughs> she warmed up to me eventually, and uh, that's how we got married. But that that was why we got married. It was beautiful, and we had a great time. But this was a church wedding. Back to the story at hand for Courtney's wedding, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just kind of hang back. You're going to have a million people taking pictures. I don't have to take any pictures. I'll just hang out with Felix. I want to be close to an exit in case he cries or maybe I have to change him. So he's in his little car seat, you know, that comes out of the stroller and out of the car, the same device. The, the same expensive brand. one. The expensive one. Thank you, Roxy. Good That's dad. What, yeah, exactly. Dad, well, I was going to say dad spends money, but no, that was just on the registry. <laughs> that was on the baby registry. So... I have him in there, and it's great. Everybody sees him. He's like, oh, he's so cute. Look at him all dressed up. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. You know, he's, uh, he's in a good mood. And the wedding starts, and I'm like, all right, let me p- 
pick him up. He doesn't want to be in the car seat. He's not going to be happy if he's in there too long. He's just like strapped in. So I pick him up and I'm like, oh, well, he doesn't smell good. All right. Well, maybe I'll change him, you know, in, in a little bit. Let me wait and see Courtney come in in her wedding dress because, you know, there's not a lot of things you need to see at a wedding, but you want to see, thank you, you want to see the wedding dress, you know, and she looked great. Of course she did. So I got to see it. She walked down the aisle, saw, you know, her parents sit down, the whole thing. And then I'm like, all right, Felix. Let me go ahead and – I didn't actually say this out loud, but, you know, we communicate telepathically. Totally. Of course. And I'm like, Felix, I'm going to take you to the men's room. And the men's room was outside around the corner. It was very involved. And I go to change his diaper when I realize, like, oh, yeah, you pooped. But it didn't stay in the diaper. And don't <gasps> worry. I am not going to be too descriptive. But uh, it did not stay in there. And I realized I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not a one-man job. So emergency text to Aunt Brittany, Heather's sister, who had already helped me in the morning. And I'd, I'd worked out a system. I'm like, obviously, you know, your noises are going to be turned off. But have your phone facing face up because if I need you, I'll call you. So this was like five minutes after I had just seen her. And there's a text that went with it that said, I need your help in the men's room. Oh, no. <laughs> Which really, you know, out of context, no. saying to my wife's sister, hey, uh, meet me in the men's room. <laughs> But, you know, she realized, and it was definitely a two-person job. And I am not kidding when I tell you, it's like every movie where a kid poops in public and you have to change the diaper. Literally. There's not enough room to change him on. Of course, it's a men's room, so they didn't think that they needed a changing station. Fortunately, it was a wide enough counter space, so I was able to lay him down. No paper towels, because, you know, why do you need that? Why do you need paper towels? There's a hand dryer, which comes in useful in a moment. So we get him out. And the thing that everybody should know about baby onesies, because my mother-in-law, Heather's mother, actually didn't know this. They, obviously, you can take them on and off over their head. But for when they get, let's just say, soiled, you can also push them down so that you don't have to put the poop over their head. Oh, So that's, yes. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's something that I learned. My sister has a two-year-old, so she told me. And I'm like, this is really invaluable advice any of the parents who are listening right now are gonna be like oh yeah believe me i wish they had you know they're designed that way now they probably weren't that much around the shoulder yeah you know you're also it's not like the most you know this is it's probably like a six dollar onesie from target so you're not that worried about you know i wouldn't necessarily take my shirt off like that but you know what if i pooped on it maybe i would yeah so it's hard to say and you've done that before obviously obviously you know but just not today so we get it off and it's like okay so his nice blue button-down shirt, there's just a little bit of poop on it. Most of it was on the onesie. So I'm like, all right, this is not the disaster where, you know, I was going to bring him back into the church in, like, a minion onesie. And, like, remember how he was dressed up? Not anymore. Because I have all these backup clothes. But, uh, so that wasn't necessary. But we got to get him clean. And we got to get him really clean. And, of course, the water in there, it's it's not warm. It's just ice-cold water. So, you know, you don't want him to get too upset. So we're using the, uh, the, the wipes that you get, you know, the, the baby wipes, using those, wiping him, wiping him down, standing him up because you got to get his back. You, know, you got to get everywhere. And again, trying not to be too descriptive about the poop in this story. But I need you to be because I don't understand why can't the poop stay in the diaper? Why, where, why did the poop start flying? Is he like Great digging question. it? You didn't use Pampers? No, I did use Pampers, oh. but it's all about angles. Sometimes the poop just goes in a certain way where it shoots up his back, which is what happened here. So it got out of the diaper just a little bit. 
just enough that we had to scrub at the blue shirt, use the hand dryer, and we're like, all right, that's salvageable. The onesie was not. That was not in a good place. Like you just tossed it in the trash right there. I didn't because I liked it. It was from Shake Shack, a burger place in New York. And I'm like, oh, man, I really like that one. <laughs> so I put it, you know, we, we uh, soaked it. We uh, put it in a, a little uh, Avon's shopping bag. Uh. And we're like, we'll try and save that later. And uh, spoiler alert, we did clean it. Everything turned out fine. So, thank you, Shake Shack. Thank you, Shake Shack, for making adorable onesie. So... But before we get him redressed, you know, we're still cleaning him and we have him standing up. And of course, what happens? If this was a movie, Roxy, Ashley, Jared, any one of you can chime in. Poops again. Good guess. Oh, pees. I thought was right. He pees. Yeah, no, that was a great and guess. And unfortunately, oh. when a little baby pees and it's a boy, it doesn't go down. It goes right. sideways. Now, somehow, it did not get on Brittany or myself. That's amazing. But it got on the counter and on the floor and we're just like, what do we do? We, we just let it go. I mean, we can't catch it. You know, what What am I going to do? I'm like, you know, I, I'm already in a very delicate situation. So my apologies to the church bathroom. That I let my baby just pee on the floor. God loves him. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, I hope. Yeah. I, I hope he'll forgive him because my God would forgive him. So yeah. that's fine. But it was just like that's the moment when he peed. I'm like, yeah, this is like every movie where, you know. You know, Catherine Heigl has been in this movie. I don't mm. remember what it was called, but I know that I saw a commercial and she ended up with poop on her face. And I told my wife at the time, I'm like, whatever that movie is, I'm not seeing it. Knocked up. Because there's going to – no, that's not knocked up though. It was – it was uh, it was the guy from Las Vegas, I think, was the romantic lead. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. Uh, she and her husband die and they leave this kid. Maybe it's – no, I think it is Catherine Heigl. Man, what was she doing in multiple – Multiple baby movies around. Life as we know it. Life as we know it. That's why I couldn't remember the name because that name doesn't mean anything, Mm -hmm. you know? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like I'm like, I'm in a Catherine Hagel movie and it's not Knocked Up. Knocked Up would be a fun movie to be in, but not this one. (laughs) So, you know, we're, we've gotten everything dried and we're like, all right, he's clean enough. Let's get him back in. So Jared, now roll in a couple of uh, photos. Uh, (laughs) There's that one where I've actually gotten him redressed a little bit. That's the process. Show the other one with Heather's sister where it's before that. Chronologically, uh, there he is just hanging out. Brittany all dressed all fancy. She looks great. Felix is like, yeah, I'm not. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. Why am I naked in this room? It's cold in here. Isn't my my big cousin Courtney getting married? Why? Why am I? Why are we hanging out in here? But, uh, you know, we did a great job. We got him back together. And then the picture that I showed you before the three of us is actually after. Ooh, wow. You look great. So we did a good job. We put him back together nicely, I like to say. I have a really bad question. Oh, please. Tell me more. It's so bad. I want it. Oh, we're. That's what we're all about on the Blackcast and what we'll be all about on The Tomorrow Show. Launching March 14th at thetomorrowshow.com. Go ahead, Roxy. Couldn't you just have left the poop in the diaper the whole time and then dealt with it when you got home? Like, can't you just let them sit in their own shit for a little bit? Yes. However, once I took it off and, you know, I was in it, like kind of literally, I had it. It was out and I saw that it was on the shirt and I'm like, all right, I can't really leave it. If it, if, if it was just a poopy diaper, let me put it a different way. If knowing now what I knew then, when I smelled them, I'd be like, eh. I'll change them at the reception, you know, where there's room, where actually Heather's parents had gotten us a hotel room, you know, so we were because it was at the venue where the reception was. So we were able to go back and forth between the hotel room, you know, so it would have been better. It would have saved things. But as a parent, you're just like, oh, 
my my baby pooped. I have to fix it. That's the way you think of it. But see, I don't I don't think of it like that. That it would have saved me some <laughs> some anguish. Think, but I wouldn't what have had would Roxy do. I wouldn't have had this story. Yeah, what would Roxy do? They used oh. to have those. What would Jesus do? Wristbands. Yeah. I think we all need. What would Roxy do? Let it sit. And it Let sounds... it sit. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the solution. W W R S D. Oh, what would Roxy Stryer do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that might be that kind of mentality. Felix might have sensed that from you because. Yeah. He was definitely leaning towards Ashley on the day that you guys met. Yeah. And what I forgot to mention was that Ashley was about to take the lead as his favorite. But then remember, at the very last second, who came over? Queen. Queen from – I'm going to make an assumption. Is she with Black Hollywood Live? She, she happens to be with Black Hollywood just Live. Just a guess. Uh, yeah, she's just like a very large and in charge black lady. Yeah. She's fabulous who had just dyed her hair purple and crazy. Yeah. So she was – by far and away, Felix's favorite. He, his face lit up. He was so happy. He's like, he's like, Ashley, you're okay. Yeah. But I do remember that you hit me in the face with my elephant. So, you know. That was you. That he was, thinks so, it was you. By though. the way, that elephant does, uh, would not make any sounds You got to pull him on both oh. ends. Yeah. I wish I had, I had seven it people it. trying to figure that elephant out. You know, we're going to do another uh, show down the road this week, uh, you We and should I. periscope I'm gonna, a babysitting thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to bring the elephant. Although yeah. Felix will be very upset that I steal his, his elephant from him. But uh, we'll share the elephant. No, yeah. Roxy sure. says it flies. You can steal your kid's toys. You can steal. Yeah. See, that's what Roxy would do. Yeah. This is this is these are the important things. These are what we all need to know. Um so anyway, I don't know if your weekend involved poop either of you, but is there anything you'd like to share from this weekend? I would. Okay. Okay. I saw the witch and I didn't sleep for 48 hours. And you pooped yourself? No, I didn't, but it, it felt like I was going to because it was so frightening. I've heard really mixed things on this movie. It's I, amazing. I've heard that it's amazing. I've heard from people who are fans of horror movies that they're disappointed. So non-horror movie fans like it. But horror movie fans, very uh, disappointed. I'm a horror movie fan. I okay. love horror well, see, I, love, I love being afraid. What are, I love it. We'll get to this movie in a second. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh, my gosh. Like the I, old ones like Halloween I, or honestly, more like, yeah, like Hostel and Halloween Saw? Halloween 1 is yeah. one of my favorites. Um, I, I don't like his gory gory ones as much as yeah. I like more thrilling ones. Like I would um, say the first the Halloween is like – Awesome. Of, of the quote-unquote slasher movies, I would say the first Halloween is the best yeah, one. Yeah, it is. It, I down. love It. Oh, It. Yeah, so creepy. Yeah, all, uh, all movies. Paranormal One. All movies my wife won't watch. She does not like to be scared. Yeah, like there's yeah. so many. I mean, I love Bride of Chucky, and I love Chucky, the first one. Wow. Uh, I'm. Those are like more, I don't know, they're more classic ones. Uh, sure. The Doll. The Doll was called, I think it was The Doll. I don't know that one, but. The one with the doll that came to life a few years ago. Oh, also, um. Uh, The Shining, and then oh, of course. What's the one with? There was there was two really horrific ones by um, James. I think his name was James Wan. He directed them. Oh yeah, James Wan, um, and he also did the Fast and the Furious. He did, yeah, thing yeah. I actually have. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> Funny story with that Whoa. guy. But uh, let's see if I can find the name of it. Saw. He was the one who did the Saw. Saw, but, yeah. they, but he did the really scary movies, the ones in that – In addition to Saw. So in Saw, addition to Saw. So you're not talking – like Saw isn't the scariest. The Conjuring. The con- uh, okay, I remember. Insidious. I did not see those, yeah. but and I've heard Insidious. of them. And Insidious. Those are okay. frightening. So you feel like this movie, The Witch, measured up 
to those favorite horror movies of yesteryear. Yes, because, I don't want to give anything away, but because there wasn't a lot of in-your-face, it was a lot left to the imagination, which scares me a lot more. I agree with that. I think that the reason that the old X-Files show worked really well is that you never really saw aliens. You might see a flash or like an arm or something. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then when you see stuff, and yeah, in horror movies, I think, you know, for all the elaborate, you know, gory scenes that you get, the, wait, what was that? You know, getting scared. I think, you know, now it has to look so dated. But when you first saw the Blair Witch Project, you're like, what is that? What, what's, what happened there? And it, it scared you. We'd probably laugh if we watched it now. Yeah. But uh, and I, by the time I you guys like saw it. It, it, what's that? I still like it. I haven't seen it in years, but uh, I thought that they did a great job with it. So that's take. This is supposed to. The witch was supposed to be about Salem witches. Okay. Like the beginning of the Salem. So witches. you went just for Massachusetts pride. No, a part of that, yes, but sure. also because I love things that have to do with witches and, mm-hmm. and witchcraft, and I just find it really interesting, and I love Salem. So uh, this this took it to another level, though, because I actually had a neighbor that studied Wic- Wicca, Wiccan? Yeah, the, yeah, Wicca. it's Wicca, and the people are Wiccans. Yes, yeah, yes, Wicca. and she was a Wiccan, and she was very open about it, and everybody was afraid of her house and like afraid to go near her, but like I thought she was so nice, and so I always was just interested in what she studied. I don't think she studied what these people studied because these people were pure evil. And so I think there's different types of witch, Wicca okay. and witchcraft. So without ruining the movie, can you isolate one thing that freaked you out so much that it stayed in your head for these 48 hours the entire weekend? Sure. Um, without giving it away. Uh, it can just be a, a face I, or – It was It was a body. Okay. It was a, it, the body was uh, frightening and flying. And naked. Okay. Nice. That, that sounds like a dream I had the other night. <laughs> <laughs> that that also sounds like Jared's Saturday night, but uh, we, yeah. we I don't know if we have I don't know if we have time for that. Oh, Jared. that was a better. A joke, bunch Christian. of naked women okay. flying. No, that's all right. Hey, look around a fire pit. It's, it's a team effort here. It, it flies fast and furious. And not, naked apparently. Not too fast and too furious, but yes, definitely naked. <laughs> so, Roxy, did you see this movie, The Witch? I feel like you talked about it. No, uh, they they did talk about Daryl, the president of Black Hollywood Live, has not shut up about how amazing it is. So. I've only heard great things, and I love horror movies also, so I'll definitely make sure I check it out. Yeah, no, I definitely want to see it. It's just the interesting thing is my friend Dan, I I grew up with him from middle school onward. He's the biggest horror movie fan I know, and, like, if there's ever a movie that I I need to see, like an obscure movie, there's a terrible movie we talked about on the podcast probably about two years ago now. There's a movie called Frankenhooker, where Mm. Frankenstein Hooker, you know, it's basically – parts of a number of hookers. Anyway, he, of course, had it. He didn't just have it. He had it on Blu-ray because, you know, you want the quality of the image to really come out in Frankenhooker. So he likes literally every movie. He goes to see Yogi Bear in 3D, and he's like, oh, my God, the 3D was great. I'm like, Yogi Bear? Okay. <laughs> and he saw Dirty Grandpa, and he's like, it was so funny. I'm oh, like, no, no one thought Dirty Grandpa was funny except for my friend. He hated this movie so much. And I was oh, like, really? that's interesting to me. And I'm like, I don't always agree with his opinions, but he never dislikes anything. And I, it's usually the other way, where he's too quick to like something. Huh. So the only thing I could say that maybe he didn't like, if I had to guess, was the fact that it's very hard to understand what they're saying. I the heard dialogue. That, I've heard that from someone else. It's inc- very difficult. The accents that they the use. Accents, yeah. and, and just like thee says this, thy now go now thy to the place of thee, and like what? I'm like, huh? Oh, see, I thought they were going to just talk like a bunch of guys. You no, know, from it's Quincy. No, know, this, like, they're British, or they're 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 supposed to be British, and they also have those just like a different dialect and they're just talking. You know, that's what they should do to this movie is they should redub it with guys like, hey, you see that witch over there? 
Yo, what you doing over there, witch? Very mystery science theater right there. That'd be fun. So it's great. Now yeah. we just need to buy the rights to the movie, which made a ton of money, yeah. which so it'll be cheap. And then we'll just lay in new uh, audio commentary. <laughs> anyway, uh, Roxy, did you have anything over the weekend that uh, was naked and flying? <laughs> Uh, nothing, nothing naked and flying. Um, I did meet my boyfriend's mother. That's right. Talk about shitting yourself. And didn't you oh. have to meet meet her at work? Oh, I, we... Felix met her. Oh, that's right. Felix <laughs> did meet her. I didn't meet her. But when you had Felix taking the lap with the, the parking brake on. Yes, that was fun. Her. She tried to help me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this we needed. You needed a mom. Anyway, so you met your... And you, and it's not like a secret. Your boyfriend no, is also a part of Afterbus. Yeah, he is. So this is like my first real boyfriend. So the whole thing, like anytime I'm doing anything, it's my first that. So this right. is my first meeting of the parents. Um, and uh, she was a total hippie, but she kind of just like blurted out every question she had. And <laughs> it was really, really intense. I was so nervous. It's just like scared crapless. Did you guys go to dinner on Saturday? We ended up um, – the her son, my boyfriend – cooked and we watched lord of the rings because she really wanted to watch lord of the rings the first one the, the second one the dark tower <laughs> two, no, towers. Two, ta- two towers two towers yeah. is that right. a good one um they're all good oh but that's what we did but it's interesting to start with the second one by the way <laughs> she had watched the first one already oh, okay. so i actually came in with 20 minutes left of the first one. Oh, okay so she was there by and the way the second one uh just to interject about the first lord of the rings when my wife saw it in the theater she didn't know that it was a trilogy and she just – she knew it was this movie and she's like – I don't remember who she went to go see it with. I feel like it was something that a boyfriend would have dragged her to. And she's just like, oh, I really have to pee. All right. When they get to the mountain, I'll pee, which of course doesn't happen until the third movie I think. Oh, so no. she's like in her mind. She's like, oh, I'll just wait till that part because they keep talking about this mountain they're going to. And uh, so she didn't pee for three years. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I love that. That's great. Uh, so she peed her pants, similar to Felix. Yes. See, uh, that's where that's where he gets it. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's pretty much it. Like, I think it went okay that she liked me, but she asked me some hard questions. I didn't know how to answer them. And just like, like, can you, I was going to say, can you give us one? Oh, man, it was so awkward. Like, people do this a lot within the first 30 seconds of meeting me. I don't know why this is, like, the go-to. My boyfriend, obviously, was like, this is my mother. I've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so oh, no. so she, the first thing she asks me, it's so uncomfortable. This is what everybody always says to me. She said, I heard you lost your mom. Oh, well, the no. first thing she says, and I'm like, really? Yeah, and I'm like, I did. And then there's that awkward pause, and I'm like, so anyway, yeah. and trying to like be friendly, but she was just like harping on it and she was being so nice and sweet, but like, I don't know how to turn that around. And then she was asking me, cause I was out here in college at the time. She was like, oh, was your family so mad at you? And I was like, oh, this is so weird. Like this That's is a weird place to start. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird place. So she was so sweet and it wasn't like third degreeing me, but just the whole thing was uncomfortable. So I feel Felix, man. I just wanted to poop all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I, just I, like, I feel like my mom did that to you too. as one of the first conversations, everybody. but my mom lost her mom. So I think she was trying to, to make you feel like you had someone else to, to talk to, but, but in general, it's, it's, it's like you either bring it up or you don't, but when's yeah. the right time? There's no right time. No. Just get no it right over time. with now and then just be like, I feel for you. I'm there for you and like whatever, but I don't know. It's and a sticky subject. I'm such an awkward person. I try to make a joke out of everything. So I'm always like, but I'm shh. And so <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, a, no. like <laughs> yeah. 
not a good first interaction when I'm trying to be like funny and cool and charming. Right. And you're like, you're like, knock knock, who's there? Not my mom. Yeah, Aww. that's like literally like my move. That's the go-to. <laughs> so you know, after that, things were just kind of weird. Yeah. And then she wanted to watch Lord of the Rings, the second interaction. So I was like, oh no, did she want to watch? Because she doesn't like me and doesn't want to talk to yeah. me. But I think she's just kind of like a little different. Off. You know, <laughs> uh, what part of the country is she from? It's she's Seattle. She's Seattle. Seattle. Okay, so that's interesting. I found sometimes that people maybe from other places, they like to just like, oh, we'll just watch a movie. They'll come yeah. over and watch a movie. I'm like, oh, really? I mean, there's a million things we could – okay, no, it's fine. I'm not trying to get them to go out. But people sometimes are very happy to watch a movie, and I uh-huh. forget that. I love to watch a movie, but it's not usually my move when I'm visiting someone. Exactly. You know? Why would you want to sit in silence for two hours or three hours in your case, I would think, instead of just getting to know somebody, like going out, playing – I don't know, you can go bowling or you can just like go get ice cream or just do something where you can actually talk. I'll sure. tell you what though. Every – two minutes or three minutes she was like this is amazing <laughs> she was just having the best time so like i didn't want her to stop watching yeah. because i was thinking like all right whatever like this woman is literally having the time of her life That's like funny. this was her disney so this is her trip to disneyland yeah. and i'm like okay and who are you to stand in the way exactly. of somebody's trip to disneyland i'm not that's a great question, Christian. Yeah. I'm not anybody. What, what would Roxy do? Not stand in the way of someone's trip to Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm ch- so. Do you feel like Mrs. Ben uh, yeah. is <laughs> is someone? You feel like you made a good impression. Did he? Did he kind of give you a little post game wrap up? Like, oh, mom liked you. Yeah, or, he yeah. did. He said she really liked you, and I said, oh, are you going to give me any more than that? And he was like well, what more is there? So he's like kind of a dude <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. sense. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, well, what did she say? And he's yeah. like, well, that's what she said. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're not fucking Whereas helpful. if it was the other way around, you know, it, you know, a girl would always be like, we give us way too much information. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, your mom, my mom thought this and that. Exactly. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then yeah. she said this and then she commented on that. And then, the, and like, yeah. that's who I am. So it's like pulling teeth with yeah. me. It's like that with every guy. It could go the total opposite. It could be that the mother hates you and you want to know details and they're just like, ah, you know, and you're like, uh, but what are you talking yeah. about? So trust me, mm-hmm. you rather your scenario. Just okay. saying. I guess well, that's true. Jared in the booth, I'm afraid to ask about your weekend. Uh, your girlfriend, did she just try out judo moves on you all weekend? <laughs> no, but uh, it happens occasionally. Uh, she'll, Lucky yeah, man. Double black belt Krav Maga, talented woman. So uh, I, that's – no, not this weekend. Actually, we did go – That's s- next weekend. She's going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. going to come in for our first show with two black eyes and be like, don't ask. <laughs> she uh, – She'll actually have me help her train, like when she's going for different belt tests and everything. It's wild. Like, it's wild. I'm just like the tackling dummy. Oh, does she want to know what it's like when a girl hits her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's all right. See, that's derogatory towards women, Christian. Come it is. On that's what we do here. At yeah. least he called you pretty, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Thank that's you. True. Yeah, we did do the face. I did the face swap with uh, Lauren last week, and she said Aww. I was pretty, so. Yeah. No, Lauren. Yeah, we great. did that, too, and it was frightening, and I told her to delete it. This is We were filming <clears throat> up here uh, at the Tomorrow Show studio. Well, some of us left at 3, but the real trooper stayed till 4.30. She stayed till 5. Okay. I stayed till 4.30. The super trooper stayed till 5. <laughs> super the, trooper. The middle ground trooper stayed till 4.30. And uh, we got a little punchy, but it was fun. I think it was good uh, bonding time, especially for the three of us in the booth. It's myself, Jared, and uh, another girl, Lauren, Lola Legro, who is not here today. But anyway, so three lows. Low, 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 You're right. I was I was cheating her out of one of the lows. You were. How low can you low grow? So pretty low. Pretty pretty low. Pretty pretty low. So 
potato, Jared. Uh, so you were just a punching bag all weekend? Yeah, pretty much. Just a punching bag. I but was that's punching... good for the boxing uh, show that you do. It's great. I have some experience. I know how to get hit. I don't know how to really you know, dish them out. Right. Did you do an episode on Creed, or do you only talk about real boxing? Not the band, right? (laughs) (laughs) I was actually, I'm like, wait, what is a Creed song? And Roxy was right there. So that's what Roxy would do, belt out a Creed song. You're not going to compliment my voice, or? You know what? You sounded just like Scott Stapp, I think is his name. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that's kind (laughs) of a compliment, but put the word backhand in front of it. So uh, did you uh, did you talk oh. about boxing movies and things like that? Uh, you know, believe it or not, I haven't even seen Creed yet. What? It's, I know. I'm a terrible Don't tell Kevin fan. that. I know. It's on my list. Wait, you've seen Rocky at least, right? Oh, yeah. All of them up until? Yeah, up to the sixth one that came out a couple of years Rocky ago. Rocky Balboa. Yes. So you did see that one. Yeah, I saw All that right. one. Because he, he's, he doesn't really talk about uh, Rox, or Roxy. <laughs> Roxy 3. Roxy 3. Yeah. He doesn't talk about Rocky in front of me because I haven't seen it yet, and he doesn't want to spoil it. Oh, that's interesting. He really, he, like, but he wants not, there to be this moment where you see it. We've been planning for about three years for me to see Rocky, and for some strange reason, we haven't seen it yet. It's got to rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, that yeah, moment's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be such a great moment that fantastic. we're like waiting for the right time. Just don't accidentally flip through the channels and see, oh, Rocky Four is on. No, I'm going to watch that. I almost cheated on him and watched it without him, but I was like, that's so cruel. That is cruel. So I didn't. Well, and, you know, there's there's assigned viewing for The Tomorrow Show, which will be at the website, thetomorrowshow.com, when it's up and running March 14th. And a part of that is the original Star Trek, which neither Roxy nor Ashley are particularly familiar with. I have. The, orig- oh, sorry, the original, oh, sorry, the original Star, Star Trek. Wars. No, no, no. And again, <laughs> I was like, that's a mistake me. not to make for Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Star Trek, Star yeah. Wars, big difference. Yeah. Star Wars is way more awesome. But uh, you know, <laughs> there's just a big difference. So uh, yeah, but I sent you guys a list of some episodes that you know I feel like are best represented. There's only 79 of them, and I sent you 10. So at that point, you'll kind of know if it's like, all right, I, I think I get out of it what I should. But whenever you watch something from that time frame, you have to realize it was a, it was a TV budget in the '60s, and the network hated the show. So you know, there's they have to cut some corners sometimes. But uh, and some of them hated each other too. Yeah, some shows. of them still hate each other. Yeah, I've I've started actually because I do host a show called TV Fights, and a lot of times people will fight Star Trek or they'll fight uh, Next Generation. Then do I, they do uh, original Star Trek versus Next Generation? All different stuff, like wow. uh, because we'll do things like best characters, and people are fighting that versus all different wow. Game of Thrones, all so awesome. all different stuff. It's she really... does an amazing job, by the way. Thank you. Where can they watch you? Um, everywhere. It's at Screen Junkies yeah. and uh, it's TV Fights, four p.m. on Tuesdays. But um, that... great job getting the plug in. By yeah, the way, really why not? Like you know? that. No, well, no, that's because great. I secretly want to be on it when they talk about 1950s shows or 60s. So, like, <laughs> we'll I, I want to fight the Ali Lucy one. Uh, so you you think Ethel would beat up Lucy? Is what you think? No, Lucy would be that beat up Ethel. I think you're right. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Too, too. But the point is that I actually started going back and watching some of them. Um, and it, to me, it's really apparent. Like, I started also Googling while watching. Right. Does William Shatner hate? Did it? And, like, yeah. just trying to figure out. Does William Shatner hate? And then the autocomplete is everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes there's weird tension in yeah. it. I'm like, oh, what's going and on? And there's here? always an interesting thing, too, because there's, there's three seasons. And. Towards the end of each season, you know, the the hours are long. You don't get to sleep. The craft service table is close. And you start to think like, huh, I think that uh, Kirk's wearing a different uniform now. Yeah. I think they might have had to take in the or let out the uh, the last one. 
But uh, it's a big part of the Tomorrow Show are these uh, modified Star Trek uniforms that we're going to have. And I'm very excited to be wearing the uh, first officer blue like uh, Mr. Spock. Anyway, that's a little bit about the show. And, uh, you know, for TV fights, once the Tomorrow Show's up and running, you should probably uh, have different cast members of the Tomorrow Show in different fights with one each other. Mm. One, and, one another. Is I'm in. I could see it. <laughs> of course, Jared. That'd be funny. So... Anyway, over the weekend, we talked a lot about our weekends, and uh, you know we're pretty far in. But uh, I, I did want to acknowledge, over the weekend, big news, uh, the sad news, uh, the passing of uh, former First Lady Nancy Reagan. Now, you ladies are uh, millennials, as Kevin will all often point out. So you were born in the 90s. I think she, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was born in the 90s. Yeah, so basically she was not first lady during your lifetime. But you, you would, of course, know who she is. And she was the first lady that I remember first. You know, she was like, oh, that's the president's wife. And the most endearing thing about Ron and Nancy Reagan is you just realize just how much they really loved each other so much. And just, it was this weird thing where, yeah, he called her mommy, but that was their thing. So, you you know, you just, you slide, you know, you let it slide, but it, it was pretty amazing. And you get the impression that obviously it was, she was devastated when he passed away. But up until that point, you know, he had Alzheimer's the last few years of his life that you'd always see them out and about still holding hands, you know, like when people are first dating. So it, it was it was a very sweet relationship. And I don't know, it's just sort of not something that you tend to see. You know, I, I would say that there aren't cold relationships for a few of our first ladies, but it's just very warm and very open. And that's what I always thought about when I saw them. But the second thought is that Nancy Reagan was the spokesperson for the Just Say No movement, which you guys wouldn't know, but there used to be drugs. And because of Nancy Reagan, everyone said no and they went away and nobody does drugs anymore. What's a drug? Exactly. Mm. Which is the first time that Roxy may have ever asked that question. Yes, very true. Might be. So, (laughs) and I really wanted to find the clip, but YouTube didn't have it. But uh, Nancy Reagan was on an episode of Different Strokes talking about just say no and there was like some shitty video that somebody filmed it off their tv and i was like it's not worth playing the audio from wait it. she was on different strokes as nancy reagan? as nancy reagan showing up at uh arnold aka gary coleman school because there you know there were apparently drugs in the school and there's this like awkward moment where it's she asks a room of you know middle school kids like who here has experimented with drugs and you see like these really sweet looking little girls they're I don't know how old they are. They're like 10 and they put their hands up and you're like, no, drugs got them too. What can we do, Nancy Reagan? What can we do to help? And, you know, it's easy to make fun of it because drugs are still here. But she did feel really strongly like she was helping. You know, I mean, it was it was something that we knew. At least we knew the option that we could say no to drugs. Most of us didn't choose to actually do that. But at least somebody told us, hey, it's that easy. Hey, Kevin did. That's Kevin true. said no. Kevin, said Kevin no still says no. Because of Nancy Reagan. Yeah. I said no because of being a Frady cat. 
but I've still said I'll no. help you. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I've got you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Ashley, I understand that you actually met Nancy Reagan at some point. I did. I did. I was working at a restaurant called Spago, and I got a phone call as the head maitre d'. Uh, Spago is one of the nicest restaurants in Beverly Hills, yes. Wolfgang Puck. Last, yes. uh, last Christmas, uh, my former boss, Dennis Miller, sent everyone on the staff of the show, sent us to Spago for a nice. night. Maybe you were there that night. I don't even I, know. I didn't know I you. Maybe was. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, uh, but my point is that we've talked about it. It's a wonderful restaurant. Yes. And Nancy, Mrs. Reagan, I don't know her. First name her. basis. Yeah, yeah. Nan was there. <laughs> mommy mommy came in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Larry King was coming in with Nancy Reagan and Larry King's wife or girlfriend. I don't know if he's married or if it's his girlfriend, but whatever. He's been married like eight times. Okay. So it, depending on the time a frame of the story. A beautiful blonde lady. Yeah. I think it was his wife maybe. Yeah. And they came in for lunch. And so uh, she came in on a in a wheelchair, like a red wheelchair. And she had a secret service with her. And I helped her get – there's a picture right there. That's exactly where she sat. And I that. helped her get into that chair. I lifted her little bottom up. And helped her get into the chair. Some great so, work. You touched Nancy Reagan's ass. Well, like her thigh, but like I helped her get out of the wheelchair. And, you know, she's like, she was teeny little thing. So it was easy to plop her on the chair with the help of another host or hostess. That's some great work by uh, Jared in the booth. And we'll have to yeah. uh, post the photo of Larry King, Nancy Reagan. And that was I think that's his wife, Sean. Wow. She was sitting at booth 70 at Spago. It'd be cooler if it was Ashley. Yeah. That's <laughs> the one thing that's wrong with this picture. Yeah. Let's Photoshop did, your face. Did they ask that. you to take this photo for no. them, maybe? Oh, that would have been great. I was moving the wheelchair to the corner. Because the then you could have had a photo credit. Yeah. There on the side. I photo credit. You know, I didn't, but that's the woman that they were with. Why is nobody else in the restaurant? Is it because they, like, Nancy Reagan was coming so nobody no, else No, everybody. Could be there? It was a full, oh, full, full day. Yeah, I just, I think this was taken at the end of lunch because you could see their napkin, everything's cleared off. Oh. So that's probably taken at the end and people are leaving and they were probably there, you know, later, at, you know, when people were leaving. But now, I don't know the answer to this, but did uh, the Secret Service have to come and kind yes. of do a sweep before? No, no, no. But they, they were, just were there. I, I'm pretty sure they would. They didn't come in beforehand. They just came in with her. It was just I think it was just one man with a little yeah. earbud. But um, I don't think it was any more than one. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I just saw one. And yeah. I was surprised because I was like, oh, she's still – I didn't know that you she still would have – yeah, yeah, you get it for life. So yeah. she was very sweet and she – Yeah, there was, a, there was a movie about that with uh, Nicolas Cage called Guarding Tess. And it's, you know, the elder former first lady and, you know, you have that detail and you're basically just like, oh, I'm doing a grocery shopping for her. But something comes up and uh, it's a good thing she had Secret Service. It's not even a great movie. I just kicked a bell in my bag. That's all right. Is that time for something? Is it your dinner? Why do you have a bell? Uh, I decided not to bring it out, but I use it sometimes during the podcast. I thought about using it once. And I'm like, eh, I have to get it out. It's just like, it's just goofy. What was know? the moment? Um... The you moment's passing. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember now. Unfortunately, it was something you said for sure. It was definitely something where I'm like, you know, it, it's just basically calling attention to that was funny. That was well done. That was oh. great. Cute. Um, oh wow! Know, well, thanks. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> exactly. And if if you want cute, funny, and great, thetomorrowshow.com. Uh, the show premieres March 14th. It'll be Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, you know we're. Figuring it out still, but uh, we've done a bunch of uh, practice shows, and we've had a lot of fun. Uh, wouldn't you ladies say that uh, doing the Tomorrow Show is a lot of fun? Oh, I yeah. It is so much fun. And one of the things that we do when time allows, uh, when we don't go long as we have already, is we talk a little bit about news. And I wanted to spend just a few minutes here talking about uh, something that was in the news, actually, uh, over the weekend. Uh, Donald Trump 
And I'll ask you ladies some thoughts on Donald Trump. But I'd tap that. That was kind of what it see. Now, this is when I want to quick grab the bell because it'd be worth it. What if I just kick it? Will we hear it? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You kind yeah. of heard it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all we needed to say. <laughs> Roxy Wood. But anyway, uh, yeah. So he, at a debate, needed to make sure that we understood that there were some unfounded allegations by Marco Rubio. Uh, Jared, let's uh, listen to the clip and hear what he uh, had to tell us all. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? <laughs> and he referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee it. Right. So I don't know if you know this, but I was watching The View today, and uh, they mentioned uh, that <laughs> I, uh, his wife was on Howard Stern a few years ago, and she had mentioned that they have a very healthy sex life. Okay. Their sex at least once a day. Wow. So I think that plus this. Yeah. Well, look, our next president wants to make sure everybody knows that he is a huge hog. I guess that's what he wants us to know. I feel like I doubt a lot of things about him, yeah. like whether he would make a good president in the United States, but I have never questioned his penis size. I feel like he looks like a man who's who's he's packing. A, he's a big guy. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like, you know, if you know, throw politics out the window. Marco Rubio doesn't look like he's uh, got a lot going on down there. You know, he's a big guy. I, mean, I interviewed him, and I remember looking. You up. interviewed Trump. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, and I I got to ask one question. I got to ask a couple questions, and then at the end, I decided to ask him if he would fire me because at the time he was still. Oh, you know, you're still. And yeah, did he about fire a year you? Ago. Yeah, he goes, Ashley, you're fired, and I was like, yeah. But he was really tall. Everybody's tall to me. I am five two, but he was exceptionally tall. He, and he's like, a large a big man. guy. Yeah. Did you get to see an outline of his penis? I did not. I wasn't looking, but I, like you said, I wouldn't doubt that he had a small penis. We know you're good at that from past stories. Totally. That's true. There was a story that yes. uh, will probably come up in a future tomorrow future show. Future tomorrow show. That uh, she's very perceptive, let's perceptive just say. perceptive of yeah. penis sizes. So I have a very, very liberal Jewish grandmother. Yeah. And she <laughs> is uh, very in- – she loves Hillary. She wants Hillary all the way. But when she saw Not this – Not Bernie. No, no. She doesn't like Bernie. She doesn't think his ideals would have a stick. They just never would happen. So she's turning her back on the tribe? Oh, she has completely turned. I can't believe it. This is amazing. But anyway, um, I'll let you finish your thought. So when she heard this about Trump, she said, now I think he would make a better president than the rest of the Republicans. <laughs> I said, because of his penis size? She said, well, I just feel like the confidence there, at least we don't know exactly what he's going to do, and he has a big penis. She's so that's my grandmother. How old's your grandma? Uh, she's 88. 88? She has an Instagram. Yes, she does. No, she does not. Oh, yeah. she does. Oh, well, I'll have to make sure that uh, I follow uh, Grandma Stryer. Yeah. So you talked about your uh, liberal family back in uh, Massachusetts. And when you and I were talking last week, they were very angry at you because you are still registered to vote in Massachusetts. I am. And you did not get an absentee ballot. And you did not help Bernie – yeah. win in a landslide in Massachusetts. Talk about the conversation that you found yourself having or you would have had. Maybe you didn't actually. Maybe it was more hypothetical. Oh, they were just pissed at me. They yeah. were furious uh, because I didn't fill out an absentee ba- ballot, which, by the way, I tried four years ago to have them send me one. And they, they say they do, but they don't. It's seriously a big problem in this country that they won't send you an absentee ballot. Uh, but I'm I'm a Hillary person. And – 
I said to them, I wouldn't have helped you anyway. So sorry. Uh, But my brother and my dad were furious. They're all Bernie all the way, you know, Jewish pride. So, But grandma was happy. Grandma. Yeah, like grandma, if I had voted, it would have been for Hillary. Yeah, she was happier about that. You know, if you're a woman, you got to vote for Hillary. If you're a Jew, you got to vote for Bernie. If you're an Oompa Loompa, you got to vote for Trump. So (laughs) it's just how it goes. That's how it goes. Now, Ashley, you don't really talk much about politics. You don't follow it. But as you hear all these people, you hear the sound bites, which is really what these politicians these days are basically good for is their sound bites. What are just some of your impressions? You don't have to say who you'd want to vote for, wouldn't want to vote for. What do you think when you hear Trump talk about his penis size, for one. I mean, that's just the latest example. I respect him for doing it. I, I'm so sick of people pretending to be something that they're not. Right. I'm so over it. Like, I'm even on board for Kanye's rants. So for <laughs> me, I'm like, at least the guy says what's on his mind and he owns who he is. So I actually have never had an issue with him. Uh, obviously, there are certain things that he said in the past that I won't get into that I think could definitely be controversial and maybe not the most positive things but at the same time at least he owns everything he says and i can't say that not in this case but there's been a lot of instances where people say things that they don't necessarily own up to afterward or they try to get cowardly about it or they take it back or they try to take it back so yeah no he's very brave when he talks about his huge cock no but i do know what you're trying to say he's very he's very upfront he's not pretending to be someone else i mean a lot of people will say he's pretending to be conservative and it's part of a Mm -hmm. you know whole grand scheme that he called up you know, Bill Clinton two years ago and said, like, don't worry, I'll help Hillary get elected. There's, you know, there's theories for everything. Of course. But it's just on, uh, just, yeah. from a, just from a. a but even if that were true at this point, this is a guy who's like, oh, no, I'm going to win. Like, oh, yeah, he's definitely like even if he ever thought that he would just do it to help promote a book or get some press like he's in it now. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I, he can taste it now. He has a clear yeah. shot at this. And what the biggest problem is, is that he's the best part of my day. Like, like, what did Trump say? Un- unfortunately, the entertainment value is so high for me that I can no longer just sit here and be like, this is a joke. He's not actually going to run. You know, this doesn't matter. I don't want him to do this. F him. Now, at this point, I'm like, OK, I'm having a really bad day. Guys, what happened with Trump today? Come <laughs> on, true. give it to me. Yeah. Which is a, a bit of a problem. It, it is definitely a bit of a problem because, you know, I, I was the same way for a long time. You know, you just kind of figured – Last year, I thought that, like, all right, you know, the summer was almost over. I'm like, okay, it'll be the fall. People start to take politics seriously again. And, look, I was completely wrong. I didn't realize just how much people responded to. And there's – it's easy to understand how people would be like, oh, this guy is the outsider. He's saying things that nobody's saying. So – you can see how you would get all the support. You can also see why people are are terrified because you don't really know. If if Hillary's president, you pretty much know what it's going to be like. If Bernie's president and you're not, you know, part of the one percent who's going to get super taxed, you pretty much know your day is not going to change that much. If Trump is president, you really don't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe he's just going to there'll be an unflattering picture of him on Instagram. So he's like, yeah, so we took down Instagram. That's gone now. And then what are we going to do? We're not going to be able. It was a bad Trump, but it was my Trump. You know, a little bit like Eeyore. I'm just thinking a little bit like what? Eeyore. Oh, yeah. Why Trump, bother? <laughs> Trump's like, oh, yeah, well. I could run for president, but no. Thanks for noticing, Trump. 
Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say, Roxy? Well, just that, you know, if he does decide to build this wall, which I think he would, maybe I could help with, like, painting some cool stuff on it. And we could all just go make a day of it. We could call him as the Tomorrow Show. We could yeah. call him and say. We could put a big Tomorrow Show logo on the wall. I think Trump would say, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Ad space. And it's, <laughs> you know, and we'd get Mexico to pay for it. So, oh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. And actually, we would get. Not only would we get them to pay for it, but we would get them to come and actually do the painting for us <laughs> while we got to sit there and just drink and watch them. Well, now you're talking. Now yeah. I'm now I'm a hundred I was like mostly on board. Now I'm like a hundred percent on board. Mm-hmm. And you know, so look, the prospect of Trump as president, I can understand why it has people so excited, but also other people so terrified. The thing that I don't think we ever need, and you know, you, you had this when uh, George Bush was running for re-election. You had all these people who say that they're going to leave the country. Uh, Miley Cyrus is going to leave the country as though that were some kind of threat. You know, like, you, you, great, Miley, go to Canada. They'll love you up there. Well, what I don't understand is when you leave the country, it's not like Miley and I are kicking it every yeah, day. right, exactly. Like, it's not like Ashley is leaving the country and I am emotionally damaged by that. No, if, Ash- if Ashley left the country, there would be a hole in all of our hearts. Yeah, that would affect us. Yeah, absolutely. But I would still get Miley's music. Yeah. So, you know, Miley, go where you're comfortable. Raven Simone said that. Yeah, she said it. And yeah. she's one of the co-hosts on The View. And so what does that mean? Does that mean she won't be on The View anymore? And bum, bum, bum. yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, so they'll, you know, I, you know, I bet, I bet, I bet, Stace, I bet Stacey Dash would love that job, you know, but she does have a heat. We can say what we want. And I don't think it's right to assume that, you know, people are going to be so distraught that you're going to like threaten to move and that you buy your ticket to Canada. But in this case, she does have 1.2 million followers on Instagram, 665,000 followers on Twitter. Mm. Uh, She's worth $55 million. I mean, I don't know. But those people aren't hanging out with her. When you're at that level though, I think you can probably get away with saying things like that versus like Roxy or I being like, we're moving to Canada. If blah, blah, blah gets, you know, right. Yeah. Okay. Bye. We're moving the entire tomorrow show up to Canada. Exactly. Imagine if you told Kevin, it's like you, you, all this time and effort that was put into this beautiful studio. Yeah, you're going to have to, you know, uh, take it down and then rebuild it uh, up in Manitoba. Kevin would be all in. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right, actually. All in. Yeah, whatever we're going to do. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want to, I, we've already gone a little long, but there's one story that in all of these practice shows that we've been trying to do in the last couple of weeks, this one story that we keep trying to get to, and Ashley's just like, can we please tell? So uh, talk about Terry Crews, actually, yeah. because uh, I love Terry Crews. He's great on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was the dad on Everybody Hates Chris, the Chris Rock, uh, you know, it was about his high school life, basically. Mm-hmm. And also he once sat next to me on a plane and he was nice, but it's not just nice. All these kids kept coming up and was like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, yes. Were you in the movie White Chicks? And he's like, yes, I was. Could I? Can I take a picture with you? They, and it kept happening. The whole time. it was all kids. Yeah. There was like you know a sports team or a band, you know, like a school band or something. And it it happened throughout the whole flight. He was like so nice the whole time, you know. And you know maybe I was jealous that nobody wanted to take a picture <laughs> with me. But it was just like well, good for him, you know. And he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He's very funny. But he gave me one of the best interviews on a red carpet. Really? I have to say he was so sweet. His wife was a doll, and he, you know, a lot of times celebrities give you like two seconds, and they just feel make you feel like you're rushed and. 
I knew he was actually in a rush, yet he gave me so much time, and he was just so kind and funny, and I thought he was great. Can we just take a minute to acknowledge that throughout this entire episode, Ashley interviewed Trump? She yep. talked to Nancy Reagan yep. and now Terry Crews. So is yeah. there somebody's name that we can mention that you haven't talked to? I don't Mark, know. Mark Wahlberg. Lucille Ball. Mark Wahlberg, I've met him before. Oh, but Lucille Ball. Him. Lucille Ball, that's just because. It's not fair. I don't was she alive why. during your lifetime? No, no, but I don't. Actually, no, she died in 1989. Um, but I have to say, and I was born in 88, so I was a year old and I was breathing the same In the 90s, Ash. You were born, oh, yeah, in, I was born the in the 90s. Yeah, born in the 90s, remember. How come Lucille Ball Arnez Jr., how come she, there's only 343 people following her on Instagram? This is. What the, is she posting? The offspring of Lucille Ball. Am I the only one following her? Which is weird because the, the Fred Mertz fan Twitter site has like 6,000. I don't get it. She's <laughs> posting her life. But anyway, that's anyway, sorry, continue. Cruise. No, yeah. All right. But uh, no, there's a great observation, Roxy. That's Yeah, it, I, I'm going to try and come up with a list and try and figure out people that you haven't okay. interviewed. Okay. And uh, Ashley and I will be uh, doing uh, some more of these these fun black casts during the week. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll try and come up with some. Uh, All right. Roxy will have other places to be. But I'm we'll not peri- invited to this we'll periodically yeah. ask. Oh no! What would Roxy do? And you won't be here to tell us, so we'll have to guess. But any anyway, so Terry Crews yes. gave a great interview. But in addition to that, there's this other side to Terry Crews that he recently spoke. Well, there about. was this other side to Terry Crews, yes. no longer. But he did openly admit via three Facebook videos that he released that he was once a porn addict and that he went to rehab for it and needed to overcome shame and entitlement to get over his addiction. Where he says. is porn rehab? Porn I understand rehab. like on you got, the internet. I it's un- here in this garage. It's, yeah. <laughs> I understand Under your bed. I understand that you go to passages, you know, you go to places like the one where places for, you know, the chemical dependency, but and, and you know, I have thoughts as to whether or not sex addiction is really an addiction. Oh, no, it is. Okay. I, 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 just, I don't have it myself, so that's why I say I have thoughts. But I can understand how you could go somewhere and that would help. But porn addiction, like, where do you go? Do well, you... you go to Utah probably because yeah, that's the true. world's everything... largest online porn subscription rate. And everything's in Utah. People always go to better themselves. I know right. several people who had, you know, kids and relatives that went. They sent them off to Utah. Oh, all my friends. All my friends have to go to Utah for so long, like two years sometimes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to wow. go to rehab in Utah, especially growing up in high school. But actually, why would they go to Utah where the highest porn subscription rate is to No, you wouldn't go to Utah. Porn. I was just saying oh, people yeah. in Utah, it's the largest online porn subscription no, rate. But so no, if you, you sent, go to Utah, if you sent them to that's Utah. Like, yeah, that's like yeah. sending someone who's trying to get like, you know, not eat chocolate anymore to Hershey's right. chocolate that's, park. That's like, no, Jared yeah. from Subway, you're sentenced to life in an orphanage. Exactly. And oh, you don't want God. that. No, we don't want that. No, we don't want that. No. Uh, but the thing that actually helped him overcome it more so than rehab was his wife because she basically said – it's like it's porn or me at this point. And, and he even admitted he said my days were turning into nights because he'd watched so much porn. Um, I do have a, a quote that he said. He said uh, in order to get over the porn uh, addiction and to mend the relationship with his wife, he said he had 90 days of no sex, all relationship, all talk, all cuddle. I found that at the end of the 90 days, I knew who she was, and it wasn't about let's go out because I know I'm going to get some sex later. It was like, let's go because I want to talk to you, and I want to know you. So 90 days, no sex, relationship talk, all cuddle. Yeah. Sounds like being married. Nah, it's just a joke. Sounds like being married. Just a joke. I love my wife. She listens to the podcast. But (laughs) uh, just a joke, you know, just for fun's sake. Uh, Jared, uh, let me uh, get a a male perspective in here. If your girlfriend said it's me or porn, what would you tell her? 
Oh my God! Can we like just divide? Can we like can we go fifty fifty? Can I can I get porn on weekends at least? Yeah, just can I? Yeah, can, can I, I have visit, custody? Can I have visitation, visitation rights? Porn? Yeah, yeah. Well, you could say okay, no more porn, but then you'd have to find a way to watch it on your own. I guess yeah. you know, not the the romantic. Hey, let's let's watch videos together on you porn. That that's out of your life well, at that point. I don't know. <laughs> you know, hey, let's go, let's make it a free ones night. Right, <laughs> free ones. Um, did. Your quote, was that from the video we have, or is there something else that he says in this video? That, um, uh, this was from a, an article that okay. I read, but it's it probably is linked. Yeah, let, probably transcribing okay. some of the videos. There's about four videos on this link, I believe, so I'm not sure which video you're about to play. But well, let's, hear, let's hear this yeah. one, and we'll see. We'll comment on what uh, Mr. Cruz had to say. Not Tom Cruz, Terry Cruz. Yeah. It really, really messed up my life in a lot of ways. If day turns into night and you are still watching... You probably got a problem. <laughs> yeah, he had to go I to rehab. Had the biggest sense of entitlement ever. Um, I felt the world owed me something. Uh, I felt like my wife owed me sex. Cruz has been married to Rebecca King Cruz for 25 years. He says that with her help, he has been free of his addiction for about six years. Now he says his goal is to help others dealing with the same problem. The more you talk about it, the more we can beat it. We can beat it. You're going to win. You are going to win. You can beat it. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. It's easy to think about taste in terms of... Uh, 68% of men and 18% of women view porn online at least once a week. Sorry, 18% of women? And 18% That's of women, That's so yeah. low. Yep. No wonder they're so much smarter than we are, Jared. Here, here are well. the multiple thoughts that I have and right now. Please, 20% of Roxy. the men admit to looking at it at work? N- number one, <laughs> everybody knows the percentage of women that masturbate and look at porn is higher than what is rated because people – there's a stigma against women who masturbate and look sure. at porn. And men, it's everybody. So 68% of men is absolute bullshit. It's yeah. definitely higher than I'm that. I'm going to say it's – Probably 98 because right. there are definitely going to be people that are just like, no, I can't. That's not who I am. 18% of women is also <laughs> crap. Yeah. It's definitely higher than that. Yeah. I think that Terry Crews watched 40 days and 40 nights after <laughs> viewing Don John and decided yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to combine these two things with my sex addiction. Like that's legitimately what happened. Um, also, any woman who has a problem with somebody, with a guy just in general watching porn, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely outrageous. Not he might learn something new. Life, well, but that I was going, my yeah. next point was going to be, if your husband will not have sex with you, he will not stop watching porn to have sex with you. If that's what he's doing all day, then it can be an issue. But I have so many friends who are like, I, I don't let my boyfriend watch porn. Actually go suck a dick. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is yeah. actually Maybe ridiculous. you could suck a dick if yeah. you watched porn, honey. And yeah. The girl in the, your story. Yeah. And to clarify, um, his wife actually didn't say it's porn or me. She said my wife was literally like, I don't know you anymore. I'm out here. And that changed me. So that makes sense. Yeah. What I don't know if she said no, his level sounds like, yeah, you know, it, it, it wasn't just a guy who, you know, looks at some porn and, you know, uh, my, uh, a friend of mine, he found his, his roommate had a list from his girlfriend of all the things that he couldn't do. 
and he wasn't oh. he wasn't allowed to go to this is like the very early 2000s so you know there weren't as you know it was not as easy to watch stuff online so there was like you know he wasn't uh allowed to uh he wasn't allowed to listen to Howard Stern was the first thing because there's too oh. much and this is before it was on satellite radio so it's like there's too sexual you know and it's like you know no no magazines no this and you know no strip clubs which i think a lot of women have a stance on that which you, you know that's actually interacting with women no that's such so stupid to have more confidence that's that. what i wanted you to say roxy thank you uh, i'm complete opposite how hot was you would girlfriend? care you would give a crap Very if rich hot. went to the strip club absolutely oh my god no you what wouldn't. if he was there with clients i mean think about no, it like I would care. for work no, no. you wouldn't in of most course indi- i would are aspect- you crazy are you're- you Ashley's boyfriend is is an agent, and yeah. I mean, in a lot of industries, it's just sort of a thing that might happen. Is that like, mm. you know, you might go with a group of agents and clients, and like, yeah, we're gonna go. You would want him to be. I'm sorry, my girlfriend says I can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Strip clubs are so much fun. Thank you. They have if the he goes best with wings. me, that's one thing. I'm not <laughs> best gonna go. Wings. Let him they go do. without me, but he'll have to go with me. Do you not try the wings at all the strip clubs you go to? We. I. <laughs> I fed a stripper the wings, but I wouldn't eat them because I tried them. They weren't that good, but she was hungry. Hold on. Whoa. You fed a stripper wings at uh... in Las Vegas, yeah, strip club because I felt really bad for her. I didn't want to be there. Poor thing was like she just looked so emaciated. No, nope. do you know how much money that girl made that night though? I didn't like, know till afterward. Yeah, and I was more, like, wow, I was more than like all of us. You know, on the best day of any of our professional careers, whatever we all made, she made twice that. Yeah. You know, even including Maria, probably. Yeah, like, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, this girl's making millions. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So, and it's funny because again, my friend Will that I usually do the podcast with, we he went with the group of us when we all worked together on the Dennis Miller show. We went to a pretty terrible strip club called Dames and Games, but we always saw the billboard for it. <laughs> Jared in the booth gave me a thumbs up. It's uh, it's Is it on re- Sunset. And, uh, uh, there's two of them, but this one's uh, off the ten. It's uh, downtown, and, right? Yeah. It's the- oh. It's the same exit as uh, Homeboy Industries. You know, they make like the, the nachos and stuff. So, you know, it's a great neighborhood. But uh, it, it's there. And by the way, the food there was awful. Like we had kind of a joke that the uh, we would just refer to the place as the salty hamburger because it was literally the saltiest hamburger we ever ate. The food was terrible. But anyway, we went to that place with Will and he was just like, oh, I just – I just want to I just want to talk to her and, you know, see if, you know, he wanted to try and talk her into, you know, making life choices like he didn't wasn't judging her. He just felt like you're better than this. But for her sake, she's like, no, I'm not better than this. And by the way, it's rude. He yeah, exactly. That's what she does. And he literally he didn't believe her at first. He literally found the only (laughs) I love this video that Jared is rolling in, which everyone can hear the song. Cherry pie by Warren. So good. This is my high school, is uh, Warren. You know, the, uh, the, uh, it's a little warm in here, not just because of the video, uh, Jared. Thank you. Yeah. But honestly, you know, the video's uh, doing some numbers on me. But anyway, so Will literally found the only stripper who doesn't just pretend that she's like, oh, I re-, she like knew that this thing on his keychain meant that he liked Doctor Who, and she legitimately talked about him. Like, you found the she had a TARDIS. He had a TARDIS on, on his, his keychain, key and she knew what it was, and not in the no. way, yeah, in the way where like they actually talked about it, not where she's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. No, and I'm like, so you found the stripper who can talk to you about Doctor Who, and you didn't get a lap dance from her. No, no, I don't think that's a- that's what she wanted. 
You know, it's like she it was wants the afternoon. Your money. It was the afternoon. Like there weren't a lot of guys there. Oh my god, she did the best job at her job. Exactly. She was knowledgeable in a field that her client was, and he didn't use her to the best of her abilities. Exactly. See, it's this rude. level of dedication to the cause of women is one of the great things that you'll find from Roxy Stryer. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll be here all week. I know we went so long and we're so beyond what I wanted to do, but just one more story because it's also another one that we kept missing out on. It had to do with the NYU study that shows that people who think they're doing Molly are probably doing bath salts. Mm. And Roxy, tell us why you brought this story to our attention a I few was, weeks ago. This was really sad for me, Christian. Like, this came across my desk and I was like, oh no, man. Oh no. I, the amount of times that I have done Molly is, is just <laughs> obscene at this point. Right. Not because I do Molly more than all of my friends or more than I think the average going out 20 something year old person does, but just because I, I've dabbled for a few years sure. now. And bath salts is like a no-no. If you were like, Roxy, have you ever done bath salts? I would laugh at you and be like, no, I've never done bath salts. And now I don't know how confident I am. You may have inadvertently done bath salts. What do you mean by bath salts? I used to eat my bubble bath a lot. (laughs) That's it. Starting a couple years ago, (laughs) starting a couple years ago, bath salts became a new phase where literally those bath salts, Mm -hmm. people started – like huffing them and doing all different things with that salt. And, yeah, and it, there's like videos of people like terrorizing freeways, yeah. you know, just like wow. wandering around like deranged people. Yeah. It's really bad. And this makes me really upset because going back to Grammy for a second, Grammy always tells me, you don't know what's in the Molly. You don't know. <laughs> I, re- I saw on CNN. I She's saw right. on MSNBC. Grammy's definitely right. Grammy's not right. sure. And I was like, Grammy. First of all, I've never done Molly. You told Grandma. Okay, yeah, say, obviously. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, you don't tell your grandma you do Molly. You can't tell grandma. Unless everything. she's listening to the show. And then I tell her, you know what? I make things up on the show, but I'm exactly. not making it up. <laughs> right. So, you, you know, I said, I said, I've never done it. and But then she was like, it eats at your brain. It eats at your brain. I'm like, I, I have a perfectly great brain. My brain's you killing so it. You so do for someone who does drugs. Yeah. It's ridiculous. For she's someone so who does smart. drugs. You would think I'm but the drug Because, one. kids, you can do drugs responsibly. I don't, yes. I'm no Nancy Reagan, but I I will tell you, you also have the option of saying yes. You just do. Not everybody should, no. but in my and opinion. When you say yes, there's a way in which to do it. Yes. You know, there's a way in which to be responsible. There's a way to realize early on to think, you know, I might have a problem with this. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't need to get to, you know. John Belushi status for I, you to realize I you have, have a learned a lot from Roxy in terms of having your own like buddy like yeah drug buddy yeah you gotta get drug buddies Molly you can do by yourself oh, because nice. if you go to a place there's just enough people Molly's just like sweaty and touchy the acid you need the buddy is for. it a form of ecstasy Molly or is ecstasy a form of Molly so Molly is the purest form it's MDMA it's the purest form of ecstasy uh, so that's why people do Molly instead of doing ecstasy so to be smart when you're using drugs you take Molly instead of ecstasy because ecstasy you don't know what's in it come to find out via this article you don't actually even know what's in Molly wow so 
you know, we'll, we'll see how my brain does in a few years. Only time will tell. But if I've been doing bath salts, uh, we're in for some surprises. So are you going to think twice the next time that Molly's on the table? Good and question. You, you yeah. Know. You know, I'm not really into it anymore. Okay. You kind of use up all of your happiness, and then it's like Molly's not that great. I would say, like, I did Molly maybe a year ago. Maybe before that was a year before. So mm-hmm. I don't really dabble that much. But it was great when it was working. Well, if you end up being sure that you do bath salts at some point in the future, we'll make sure that you tell us on The Tomorrow Show, which is at thetomorrowshow.com. And as we mentioned, it will premiere on March 14th. And you'll learn a lot about, well, about everybody. You'll learn a lot about Ashley and Roxy, but also uh, those of us in the booth, Jared, myself, and Lolo Logro. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll just sort of tease that uh, – Roxy, did you have your stomach pumped twice by the age of 14? or? Mm. Yeah, but it, by the age of uh, 15. 15 you know, that happened twice. when I was 14. Okay, I, the first time was when I was 14. So oh my gosh. There's, there's a lot to learn. <gasps> but, you know, we can't get it all into one single nope. black cast here. You know, we're just here kind of hanging out, letting you guys know about the show, practicing some of our chatting because, uh, you know, I don't get to talk to you guys nearly enough. And when I found out that Kevin was going to be out of town, I'm like, great. I'm going to sit in his chair and I'm going to talk to you guys and get to know you more. But I also wanted everybody here, all of our listeners at the Blackcast, to get to know you guys. So as we mentioned earlier, at Ashley Daniels on Twitter. And Periscope. And Periscope. But yeah. Instagram is. Instagram is Miss Ashley Daniels, M-I-S-S-A-S-H-L-E-Y-D-A-N-I-E-L-S. And Roxy Stryer, just across the board, Roxy Stryer. Are you on Periscope? Yeah, but I don't do it very often. But when I do, it's awesome. Are you going to bake a cake by any chance ever? Oh, no, I, I just maybe sit a Molly in bed cake. And talk to people. <laughs> Molly cake, dude. That one. No, you can't. I'll explain why it wouldn't work. Right oh, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you but if you want time. if you Thanks. want to know why a Molly cake wouldn't work, you can tweet at Roxy Stryer. Yep. And of course, in the booth at Gilkerson Radio. That's our pal Jared Gilkerson. And of course, I am Christian Blatt on Twitter at Christian DMZ. Make sure to go to blackcast.com, like the Blackcast on Facebook. Follow at Blackcast on Twitter. And I'll see you later this week when I'm joined again by Miss Ashley Daniels here on the Blackcast. I hope you don't have to deal with any poop. <laughs>